and welcome to A Little Too Quiet, the Ferndale Library Podcast, brought to you by the friends of the Ferndale Library. I am the host of this podcast, Jeff Milo, but I am going to be turning over hosting duties to Jasmine Parker, a librarian here at Ferndale in the Youth Services Department. And today we have a very special episode for you. Our interview guests today are three local teens, each of whom have had their own perspectives to share on the very different school year that they're they're about to enter. And uh, given the measures that will need to be taken in response to the global pandemic, it's sure to say this year is going to be anything but ordinary. Joining us via Zoom are three teenagers from the community. It is Jada, Marigold, and Mumtaz. Very excited to have them on the podcast. Here is our chat. say your just your first name and where you are in school right now okay my first name is Mumtaz and I have graduated from high school I am planning on attending OCC my first name is Marigold and I'm in 11th grade I think I'm homeschooled so it doesn't really matter to us and I am also dual enrolled at Oakland Community College um, I'm Jada. I go to University High School and um, Oakland Community College part-time. Okay, so we want to know what are the biggest changes to the way your school year is starting and what adjustments have you had to make or are you anticipating having to make? Biggest changes is not being in person because I'm more of a hands-on, like I need to be in person to like focus more and stuff. But I'm adjusting to it. I set up my room as a classroom so I can actually like try to learn more and get adjusted to this virtual thing. How about you, Montaz? Well, I did just graduate, but I was planning on going to college and being on campus. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, you can't do that. So I kind of like have to structure, you know, like Jada was saying, I have to structure my bedroom. Like I've been cleaning it and cleaning it and organizing it and putting posters around anything to make me feel more comfortable. Because now when I start taking classes, I'm going to be in my own room and it's just going to be like difficult for me doing classroom environment at home. It's not exactly what I had in mind. <laughs> and Miragold, how about for you? There haven't been as many changes for me because I'm homeschooled. I think we just have to be a bit more creative since we can't go to like museums or even to the library. Like we can't go and browse through the library's collections to find books for, for classes. So there haven't been a ton of changes though. I'm pretty used to doing school in my room. But I have to ask because you are a library employee. So have you been able to browse for your family? Like, do you expect your mom to hit you up with this list and say, can you get these items for yourself and your brothers? Do you think that's coming in the future? Um, my mom hasn't. My dad keeps trying to get me to check out the Star Trek movies. <laughs> that's not for school. Are there are there any Whatsoever, are there any positives so far? I think everyone would kind of presume that there's all kinds of challenges and just negatives about this big change, but are there any positives at all? Yes, there are definitely some positives. I will say when they first closed school, I was enjoying vacation. <laughs> I was in a heavenly bliss. I felt so relaxed. I got to binge and binge and binge all types of shows on Netflix, Hulu, and just watch a ton of anime. And I got to kind of like rest from a very, very busy senior year. Like I was just doing a lot of things. So that was a pro, I would say. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
The positives were being in constant communication with my teachers and classmates because I feel like in person we took advantage of being able to just, we knew our teachers was there and now we have an open line of communication and I feel like it's more private and it'll make my classmates more comfortable with asking things because it's like more one-on-one since we're virtual. How about for you, Marigold? We know that you're homeschooled, but what would you say the positives are? And, you know, if you had any challenges, could you identify those and share them with us as well? I guess a positive would be we actually got a ton more schoolwork done than we would have usually because we have <laughs> nothing else to do. And there were like several months where we I wasn't at work either. So I had several more hours to do school. <laughs> it's a positive in some ways. Right. <laughs> Excellent. So with junior year and senior year and freshman year of college, it's a point where we all make decisions that are determined by our hopes and aspirations for the future. So even if it's just five years into the future, have any of these things or have all of these changes influenced the way you're looking at your future in any specific way? Like I know, Mumtaz, you spoke briefly about going away to school and now that's not an option because of the pandemic. So how do you think this will, this may further affect your decisions as you seek to educate yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'm honestly just going to say it's going to be difficult. Like my original plan was to go to college. And if I wasn't going to stay on campus I, for the first year, um, I definitely wanted to study abroad mm. and most likely go to Japan, if not Japan, somewhere else. Yes. Not here. Because <laughs> I've never <laughs> been out the country before. So <laughs> then... Corona happened and it's just like it's like you can't go anywhere you can't do anything or at least what I originally dreamed of and it really depends on what everybody else does in the country because if we don't get it together then I can't go anywhere and it's like so frustrating that you know the next five years of my life could be predicted based off of what other people do and actually it has to a degree um because I've had to do online school I've kind of kind of realized like I actually like doing online classes and I kind of prefer them and it works better like time-wise for me. So I might be considering going to like an online college after a CC. So Um, I was sad about the, you know, missing out because this is supposed to be like my last homecoming, my last, you know, my first and only prom. And now we're unable to do it. And I was hoping that they would come up with some sort of like social distancing homecoming (laughs) so we can still have those experiences. But it doesn't look like it's going to happen. You know, a couple people from my school, we're planning something on our own to where we can still have, you know, senior activities and still maintain a safe social distance. But it's it's kind of sad. What about for college? Has it changed your thoughts about college? Um, yes, I wanted to go out of state for college, but since the pandemic, um, it made me look at things different. So mm. it made me actually explore more options and look into colleges in Michigan. Cause I don't know how it's going to go. Cause I'm planning on, I wanted to leave next year, but the way things are going, it might not happen. So yes. I was looking into like doing online through Wayne state and, or um, Madonna. So it really just made me explore my options more. So I'm grateful for that. How about like just as, as teenagers for a social life, as social distancing 
affected Uh-oh. your ability to kind of keep in touch with your friends? Have you, uh, by now, have you adapted to sort of the screens being between you? How's that? How's all that going? Well, I definitely have not adapted <laughs> to this. I, I wouldn't consider myself a very social person. Like it takes a lot of energy for me to socialize with people, but I do really, really miss my friends. Like I miss I really did dislike school. Oh, I didn't dislike school. I just didn't like the people there. And now that there's no more school, it's like, I just want to go to see my friends. And so it's hard. I haven't really been able to contact them as much. I'm the type of person that doesn't talk to you over the phone. I'm more of a like face-to-face type of person. So I haven't really been very social. I've just Mm -hmm. been kind of like in this depression bubble, unfortunately. For me, being homeschooled, I'm not around people that much, but I would usually have, I have a, I play roller derby, so I would usually have my teammates, but uh, I haven't seen them in for five months, Wow. So, and our season's canceled, so I won't be seeing them for the rest of the year either, so it's a bit demoralizing not to be able to see people, but I think being homeschooled, I do have the advantage that I'm used to solitude. Are you, do you, are you able to like get outside and do you roller skate around the neighborhood though? Are you still getting just sort Yeah, of yeah, I do. I've good. actually passed you a couple of times on my roller skates. <laughs> oh, right. Yep. Because I'm not on my bike, of course. Yeah. That's good though. Fresh air, at least. Yeah. At least the weather's still nice. Mm-hmm. Well, not today, but yeah. True. How about you, Jada? Um, when I was in school, I didn't really talk to people. So my, my friends were out of school anyway. So I was kind of used to talking to them. But um, I had friends at OCC. So when the pandemic started, you know, we thought it was just going to be a couple weeks. So we're just like, oh, we're just going to hang. We're going to hang as soon as school open back up. And they kept getting extended. So um, we actually, for this semester, we're, we're planning hanging out every Wednesday at like one of our houses. Mm-hmm. And then like we're going to door dash some food and like do our usual activities we used to do on Wednesdays just at home. Yeah, you've got it really figured out from the homecoming, <laughs> you know, alternative homecoming to the Wednesday gatherings. Jada's got it unlocked with the, the social <laughs> gatherings and that's awesome. What were some of the biggest adjustments to strictly online learning? I know y'all have spoke candidly about some of you, Miracle, liking online learning, Jada's more in person. So to just strictly have one way of learning. And I, we've talked about this, but it seems like there have been ups and downs and you've kind of learned how to navigate the curves, more or less. Mumtaz? I definitely will say it has been a huge adjustment for me and not in a way that I would like. <laughs> uh, when it first started, I was just kind of like, ignoring my emails I'm not even gonna lie I'm just getting email after email from Google Classroom from all my teachers and I'm just like no more schoolwork more schoolwork and it was just very I had the most difficult time of my life probably trying to complete work from home it was just like if I tried to focus I couldn't I couldn't concentrate I couldn't even do anything and it got to the point where I was literally 2% away from not graduating. And I was really stressed about it. I had a lot of anxiety. I was like, oh my goodness, you're not going to graduate. You can't do anything if you're not graduating. (laughs) So I was like, you need to do this. So I, it was last minute, but I like practically begged one of my teachers, like, can you send me all the uh, missing assignments that I didn't do so I can get this turned in? Because 
I really wanted to graduate. Who wants to not graduate off of 2%? So I I don't know how I did it. I <laughs> read a it. book in like two, three days. I did an essay off of it. I answered all the questions. I turned it in. Miraculously, <laughs> I survived. I don't know how I did it, but I did. It was, it was not fun at all. I didn't like it. Not one bit. Yes. And Jada, you also spoke about the challenges, the changes that, you know, in terms of going strictly from online learning when you benefited more so from in person. Um, yeah. So even in person, I it's, it's something that doesn't really interest me or I'm not interested in learning it. I had like an attention problem. So switching to online and not being in the classroom mm. face to face, like, I'm not going to lie. At first, I used to fall asleep. I used to go get something to eat. <laughs> I used to go watch TV. But I looked like, girl, you're not, you're going to get bad grades because they're still grading you. Yes. I would isolate myself and then I'll do my work and then. Um, carve out a time to where okay I gotta do this assignment because it's due this day so um, I didn't really like it and I still don't but I'm not completely against it now the way I was at first yes yes that's excellent that you have some um, organizational abilities to set time aside to do what you need to do and Marigold you are in favor of it you know you've been enjoying it so Still, what were the adjustments when you finally just had to do it online? You couldn't do the museums. You couldn't do the library anymore. It definitely did take more accountability because Mm. you didn't have a specific class time. You weren't, there wasn't a lot of structure. I kind of prefer that because I like to come up with my own structure, but it was definitely hard. And there were a couple of times when I would be doing papers at the last minute because (laughs) I didn't want to do them before me but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well here's a question so you guys have kind of touched on how you've had to adjust you know march april may of the previous school year things got weird now that you know what to expect you sort of know what to expect are you kind of adapting do you do you have a plan about what you might do when you do go back or if you are all already back do you have a sort of changed mindset about the whole thing are you feeling even more prepared or are you still unprepared? Um, I would say myself, I'm definitely unprepared (laughs) because I just, I don't know. I try to be as prepared as I can for many situations, but I feel like I am a person in mourning currently. Like I've lost something very important to me. Like being a senior, there were so many things that was promised to you. Like we were promised graduation. We were promised Prom. prom and we didn't get that. Um, or at least not the way that everyone else has, like just being, imagine being the one class that doesn't get everything that people have been Every telling you you're going to get for years. Yes. So I'm still trying to um, accept that before mm. I can really start preparing myself to move on and deal with the new reality. Yeah. I'm not saying like I'm so out of it where I'm just the type of person I'm like, well, Corona isn't happening, so I'm not going to wear a mask. And I'm just, <laughs> just going to do whatever because it isn't happening. I'm going to pretend it's not here. Like It's not like that at all. It's just right. more so like I'm still in a grieving process yeah. in a weird way. So the best I can do is, like I said, keep my room classroom like and make sure I have a laptop and everything together have my classes prepared make sure that I'm in the mindset to move on the best way that I can yeah 
like mindsets and game plans. That's the whole thing. Do you, uh, Marigold and Jada, do you have, do you feel like you have mindsets and game plans? Mm. Not exactly. (laughs) Good answer. (laughs) I have definitely made more plans and I did summer classes and those were completely online. So I'm more used to it now. Like finishing the winter semester, that was really hard, but I did have the summer classes and that I think prepared me going into the fall semester. Um, I feel like I'm way more prepared and I feel more confident going into this semester because like, you know, March to June, it was sudden. Nobody expected it. And we had to kind of be forced to be in this situation. Mm. But now I know what to expect and I'm confident going into this semester and I'm actually kind of excited. Right on. But we have a harder question next, which <laughs> Mumtaz already touched on. <laughs> How did you handle not attending end of the year festivities, be they sporting events? So we've got Derby, prom, Mumtaz graduation, or et cetera. How did you handle that? Yeah, it could be anything that you missed. Yes. I didn't handle it. (laughs) I just, uh, so they wanted to give us some type of graduation. So what they ended up doing was a drive-through graduation. I, I kid you not, I wasn't even there for 10 minutes. Like I went there, they announced my name, I got my certificate, I got my little scholarship or whatever, I got out the car, I didn't see any of my friends, I took one picture and then I left. And Mm. it was like, it was really nice, like I felt really good afterwards, but I did, I'm still feeling some type of way because I got asked to be a mistress of ceremonies. So I would have been, you know, on stage introducing all the important people. Like I felt so honored for that role. And then on top of that, uh, last year when I was a junior, I was asked to be a, um, a marshal for last year's seniors. So I was the one like making sure they were like all organized and helping them off a stage, um, during their graduation, going to the rehearsals with them and whatnot. So seeing everything that they got at graduation, all my teachers is like, this is going to be you next year. Like now you know what to expect. And I was um, myself and only two, three other juniors last year had that experience of being oh. at the um, seniors graduation. So we were the only ones who knew what to expect. Like we were preparing for it. <laughs> we were excited. We were supposed to have a senior breakfast and then go off to graduation and everything. And then school got canceled and it was like, ha, you thought. <laughs> and so I'm like, no. And then of course, let's not even speak on prom. Prom was supposed to be prom was supposed to be everything. I've been preparing for this since I was like what five. <laughs> and then they are still technically planning to give us a prom. It's gonna be next um December. I don't know how that's gonna go. I'm going to cross my fingers and pray that it works out because I really do want to go, but I don't even know if you know that many people from my class are gonna show up. Feels so bad for you guys. <laughs> I feel bad. I'll just for me be very too. candid. Yes. and I have to say that you know, Jasmine and I got all of the you know archetypal things that teens uh-huh. get. Yes, I I have this sort of hope that you guys lived through this awfulness and it's going to make you tougher. It's mm. going to make you more determined. I think it's. I hope so. I mean, like a lot of people keep telling me when I tell about graduation, they're like, well, at least you didn't have to sit through like two, three hours of a boring, long speech. And I'm like, um, excuse you. I wanted that. You (laughs) had the choice to attend. I wanted to participate in that long and boring. I would have took my two, three hours and sat there because that was supposed to be our moment. 
Um, we didn't, I didn't really miss out on anything. Um, we had like a junior trip plan. We were supposed to go to the beach and I wasn't crazy about that anyway. <laughs> so I didn't really miss out on any activities. Well, this would be my last season as a junior for roller derby. So this would have been my last season. It kind of sucks that mm. I probably won't get to play anymore because mm. we got a very abrupt end. We actually, we had a game scheduled uh, the week everything shut down and it was like our big game. But uh, yeah, that didn't happen. We're going to change gears for the next question and <laughs> kind of try to lighten the mood. Yeah, so much sadness. So... Uh, I mean, obviously it's still quarantine centric, but let's, <laughs> let's indulge a bit of fantasy. And let me <laughs> ask you if you had, if you had to be stuck at home with any celebrity or any author, That's right. who would it be and why? I'm going to say James Patterson because <laughs> Good answer. working, working as working in the library, I see how many books that I have to shelve that he has written or co-written with somebody. And I'm just like, if you are that successful, then if maybe if he's in my presence, I will be successful, too, because I want to be a writer, too. So maybe we can just like write uh, like a couple of series together during quarantine and like. I don't know. He's just popping out two, three, four, five, six books in like a month. And I'm just like, how do you do this? Maybe if I write with him, I can finally put some books out and then, I don't know, get my life you. together. That's a very good answer. <laughs> Anybody else? Do they have to be like alive? Because no. the <laughs> is like dead. <laughs> um, Maya Angelou, because I I've been... I loved her writing and poetry and her speeches since I was a little girl. I was like four and my grandma had like a whole book collection. Wow. So I would like to be stuck with her because I feel like she can help me become a better writer mm -hmm. because I do eventually want to write another book. And um, I feel like I can learn a lot from her. That's excellent. Yes, Jada just recently um, self-published her first book, Tear Stained yeah. Pages. Yes, that's right. And Ooh. it is within our collection, two right. autographed copies. So Ooh. that is excellent. Yep, we'll have a link to it in the show notes too. Jada has her life together. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> Marigold, how about you? What celebrity and or author, they do not have to be alive? Maybe uh, Gordon Ramsay, just to scream at me <laughs> yes. until I get things done. Yes. Wow, you all have great answers. <laughs> and you can also cook for me. Right? I, cook. I love that. I would have said him next. Yes. <laughs> We've talked a lot about stress and the school related stress that you have endured during this this pandemic. So talk to us about how you were able to relieve that. Like, what did y'all do to relieve the school related stress during the quarantine? I found the best way for myself personally to relieve a lot of my stress because I had a lot of it, like a lot. The best way for me was getting out of the house. And I'm not just talking about walking, taking a walk. I mean, like getting out and actually doing something. Grocery shopping wouldn't have been at the top of my list before quarantine. But now I'm mm. telling you, every time my mom says she's going to Walmart, it's an event. I, I take a long shower. I put on perfume. I put on my best outfit. I go out like I'm going to the, uh, the movies or something. And people are like, why does she look so fancy? And I'm just like, it's an event. This is what I have to do <laughs> to get myself motivated for the rest of the day. And afterwards, I come home and I feel I have so much energy. So that is the best way for me to relieve stress. 
I guess I've been able to hang out with my pets more and, and they're pretty good stress relief. I have a rabbit and uh, two sugar gliders. Nice. And Jada? I grow a lot at the beginning. Healthy habits. Like I'll get up, I'll read, I'll clean up and just make sure like my energy is good. Okay. So you said you wrote a lot, you did some cleaning, you made sure that your energy was right. Good. Good. That's okay. Excellent. Mm -hmm. And um, I also like talk to family members because when before the pandemic I never had time to do things like that Mm -hmm. and I didn't realize how talking to my family members that I never really like had the time to talk to to help relieve some stress let's talk about uh the culture that we digested whether it was movies or shows or books uh we've talked about ways in which we were relieving stress some of those answers involved Walmart but Let's talk about the ways in which we would just sort of veg out and escape and, and let our minds go easy. If it was something that you binged, like a show, just a movie that blew your mind or even just a book, what's something that you that you got into? I, I honestly can't think of anything off the top of my head. I have been watching so many shows on Netflix. It is insane. <laughs> it has made me realize that there is almost no point in having Netflix at all because you cannot watch everything <laughs> on there. And when you try to, it's like every time I go on Netflix, I'm adding something onto my list and I'm not watching this stuff off of my list. And it's driving me crazy because I have all these things that I want to watch. But when I'm looking for something to watch, I'm like, I spend more time looking for something to watch than watching something. But I did find, I have been watching this one show on Netflix. It's called Trinkets. The main characters about these three girls that become best friends and they're all, I don't know if I'm saying it right, kleptomaniacs. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it's so interesting because I've never, come across a person that before so I don't know the show makes me really emotional because I feel for them and their um you know their issues that made them want to do that in the first place Hmm. so I don't know it's good that's the only show I can think of off the top of my head but (laughs) I got into Grey's Anatomy because it's 16 seasons so um since I had a lot of time I got into that and I ended up finishing 13 seasons between like June and now. Wow. Wow. It's a marathon, but also it's a very good choice. You have plenty to work with. You have plenty of episodes. I feel bad, but like I've read zero books since the beginning of quarantine. You might fire me from the library for that, but I have not been reading. That's okay, Marigold. It's okay. As we said, it's a crazy time. It's a, we're all, but like, you know, we have been talking about some light subject matter and heavy subject matter, yes. but we yeah. also can't deny that this has been a lot for us all to mentally process. And it's completely natural for anyone out there to come into a situation where they aren't able to focus on reading like they used to. So that's a real thing. I've barely been reading. So I swear reader's well, block is a real thing. It's a real thing. For like the last couple of years, every time I try to read a book, it's like, mm, you try. <laughs> and so it's unfortunate because I love reading. Right. Like I'm I'm a reading freak. So I don't know. It's it's frustrating. I have all these books and I keep buying more and I'm not reading them. Mm-hmm. But Marigold, do you have any other, do you have like in general, do you have a favorite genre? Do you have a favorite nonfiction subject? Do you have a favorite style of fiction? Um, I really like graphic novels because I like to draw and I want to make graphic novels in the future, potentially, like some side money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you do any drawing during the quarantine, though? 
I have been drawing to a degree. Yeah, I actually, I just made a big batch of stickers because today is hmm. one of my older brothers, Gideon's birthday, and then also one of my best friend's birthdays. So I made them all stickers. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's awesome. I would like to see these stickers of yours sometime. <laughs> you might not like to see Gideon's because they're like, uh, I don't know if anyone knows the site, but this cat does not exist. Um, no. And, but Gideon really likes this site and he'll go through and he'll find all the horrifying creations. <laughs> and it, I would be into find. that. <laughs> so I just made a bunch of really terrible cats. <laughs> it's like the Cats movie. Well, we are officially out of questions for our podcast, but we, of course, welcome anyone to share any closing thoughts if they do have any. We are uh, closing out six solid months of completely surreal, distanced, quarantine living. Do you think you guys have any takeaways from the whole experience that you have to share, the ways in which it might just impact your life or any last gripes? Free space. (laughs) You guys can vent. I would say I, as challenging as it may have been, I'm proud of myself because I did a lot during senior year. I mean, I did um, two different dual enrollments with Wayne State Mm -hmm. during um, the school year. And then I, what did I do? I did an ACT camp. I had a midnight golf program, which is kind of like a scholarship program. And that was um, every Tuesday and Thursday from 530 to 830. I was very busy during the senior year. I was on student council and uh, what else did I do? I don't know. I did so many things. I can't even think of it all on top of working. Yeah. But I'm proud of myself because even though once uh, we got quarantined and everything that I was doing just stopped, I still found a way to push through and just make it. You know, that is... Let me re-alter my, I'll alter my question. That's a good note for everyone else to end on. What are some things you're proud of? You should be positive yes. about yourselves. And Mumtaz really ended on a good note there. When you do look back on the last six months, obviously there's a lot of, there's a lot of negativity and a lot of high emotions, but last six months, last 12 months, anything you guys are just proud of, you should, you know, you should sing your own praises. Let's do it. Everyone's free to brag. Um, I'm proud of, I'm proud of getting like my mental health together. Um, before the quarantine, I actually struggled with like depression and stuff. So actually in March is when I started, I took the initiative to do counseling and, um, being confined in a space in my room, it was challenging at first, but I just want to say like, it's okay to talk out your problems and you're not alone. Like I thought this was something that I battled on my own, even though some people say, Oh, I suffer from depression. I just felt like I was the only person in the world who was going through what I was going through, but it's like, you're not alone and you can talk about it. Um, just because like you're depressed or feeling any type of way, it doesn't mean you're crazy and everything will get better. I guess I'm proud of, I got through four classes. So I did two in the fall or in the winter semester and I got through them and I got through my summer classes and I I got A's on all of them. So I'm kind of proud of that. If we're bragging, (laughs) (laughs) I would just like to say uh, for my dual enrollment course, we, uh, what was the course? It was a, a teacher's course. So I was learning to how to be a teacher pretty much Mm -hmm. and we actually had to uh 
go we got to go to ferndale uh upper elementary and teach a class and that was very different for me it was very fun um and then when quarantine happened we had to finish the rest of our assignments obviously without a classroom and then we had this ginormous uh final exam term paper due and my silly self (laughs) didn't do it until like the last two three days until it was due I don't know how I did it but I did all the research and I read through all the articles and I completed that final exam paper and I got an A so I'm very proud of myself because you would never just do something that last minute and get an A on it (laughs) right on right on well I'll say on my behalf and I'll let Jasmine finish too I'm really appreciative that you all joined us and shared so I just want to say thanks Of course, it was a pleasure. Yes, Yes, thank you so much for doing this. We value your opinions and your thoughts. And this is, I believe, our first teen-focused podcast. Mm -hmm. Jeff has been holding it down for a while. So this is great to have some teen energy on here. Thank each and every one of you so very much. Yeah, thank you guys. You're welcome back anytime. I would love to come back since you're offering. (laughs) (laughs) This was pretty cool. It was different. I really like it. Jada Marigold, thank you guys so much. Yeah, thank you. And uh, thank you for having me. Thanks for joining me. us in the virtual realm. We'll see you soon. <laughs>